The Adventure Jogger, a podcast about trail and ultra running. Meet fascinating runners from the front, middle, and back of the pack, sharing inspiring and funny stories about life and running. Running should be fun, and so should running podcasts. I'm your host, Ryan Pluckelman, and this is The Adventure Jogger. And welcome to a very special episode of The Adventure Jogger. We are teaming up with Ultra Sign Up for the Keep Trail Running Weird Awards. Uh, I got together, this was probably what, six months ago maybe, we started talking around Western States. Uh, I got to talking with the guys, the gang there at Ultra Sign Up, great group of people. And I said, you know, guys, you need to do like some kind of Ultra Sign Up Awards. You got the data. You're the data guys. Let's crunch some some numbers and let's hand out some awards to folks that are putting in those miles. Not this, not to compete with, you know, Trail Runner Magazine or Ultra Runner of the Year, but to focus on those athletes that are working that full time job, raising those kids, finding the time to run in between of all in between all of that. The folks that are in the middle the back of the pack that are putting in those miles and working hard because just let's just be honest here for a minute when all the glitz and glamour disappears and all of a sudden the next big sport is 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 discovered and and all the hoopla and hype moves on to that trail running will still exist for the people that are putting in those miles every single day so the keep trail running weird awards is for you. Anybody can win these things. There's two types of awards. There's data awards and then there's community awards. The data awards were the numbers were crunched by the by the folks at Ultra Sign Up, and uh, we were able to come up with some really cool, like most improved, um, also the most tenacious. There's there's somebody out there that had a whole lot of DNFs but finally got a finish, and we want to celebrate that. And there's also community awards, best pacer, best bonk of the year. So there's two different types of categories, ten awards total. Um, this first episode, we're going to be doing five awards in the uh, Keep Trail Running Weird Awards, and then we'll have uh, another episode <clears throat> a week from now, excuse me, where we will uh, spotlight those next five awards, the Ultra Sign Up Keep Trail Running Weird Awards, the first year of this, and hopefully next year it gets even bigger and gets even better. I am so excited to get to the very first category because this could be the ultra running story of 2021 that nobody knows and they'll be talking about very very soon. This is going to be the one that's got all the buzz when it comes to the award. This is a community award and this award goes to the best bonk of the year. And folks, Lord, oh Lord, do we have a bonk story for you. The bonk happened at Western States. Running Western States, friend of mine, Joseph Bears. Now, Joseph was going for the Triple Crown. Joseph is my first guest. He's the winner of the Best Bonk Award for the Year in the Keep Trail Running Weird Awards. Joseph joins me with his coach and pacer, Ben Dickey. Joseph, it's great to have you on again. Ryan, it's good to see your face and hear your voice. So thanks for having me. This I saw you at Western States. We yeah. we hugged. We hugged it out. We did. I think we hugged we, it out twice. We did. We, we hugged <laughs> at the pre-race little meeting, oh. and then we yeah. hu- we hugged again at the starting line. Yes, sir. I didn't get to see you very much at all because I was crewing and, and pacing Kyle Curtin. Um, 
M9, baby. Yeah. Top 10. M9. Doing, damn. Yeah. But I, I was I was keeping track of you throughout throughout the day. And and you were it was a let's just say it was a hot day. Good lord, yeah, it was man. hot. Yeah, it was hot and I was uh I was doing some flirting, flirting with those cutoffs hard. <laughs> and flirting with disaster. Because <laughs> Yeah, eventually, yes, sir. Because if you're going to bonk and you're going to DNF, <laughs> how about DNFing? At Western States, not at Forest Hill, which is like where I think a lot of people drop, which is like... That's, where the, that's where the elites drop, Ryan. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> not where Max King dropped at Greengate. How do I know that? Come on. I saw him. I saw him He did drop. some push-ups and he dropped. <laughs> <laughs> no, ladies and gentlemen, Joseph Bears DNF'd, bonked, and dropped out of Western States, got yanked off the course at <laughs> Roby Point. And if you don't know what Roby Point is, it's mile 99 and change. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so you've brought your pacer and coach along. Uh, Joseph, kind of give us the story of, of your day, and then let's, let's just kind of lead up into that incredible bonk story. All right, sir. Well, I... You know, this was 2020 was going to be the year of the Grand Slam, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then, uh, so I was, I was in four races, good to go. COVID hits, everything gets canceled. I'm like, fuck it. 2021, here we go. <laughs> right? So uh, Old Dominion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, proud to say, got in under the cutoff. Number one, check. Ticked that box. Done. Uh, my, be- my best friend. Um, I was best man at his wedding. Um, also my coach, Ben Dickey was, was with me at old dominion. He's like, we're in this together. Right. right? Yeah. Ben, sh- Ben shows up to Western States. It was freaking everything. I mean, everything, all the hype, believe the hype. Mm-hmm. Let me just say that out. It was my first time out there. Believe the hype. It yep. was fantastic. Um, we all knew it was going to be a hot day. I did all the, I did all the proper training. I did. I, uh, I felt good. You know, I was, I was, I was three weeks out from running my, uh, from old dominion. So I'm like, I think I got this. I'm rested. I feel okay. Um, and and right from the jump, it was just, it was next level hot. Uh, it hit me. I was, um, you know, staying about 30 minutes to an hour ahead of all the cutoffs, Mm -hmm. uh, got through day one. My whole, uh, mantra was, you know, uh, what did I say, Ben? I said, uh, um, survive the day own the night was my mantra yeah, right because yeah. i've done a ton of ultras where it's hot as shit and then it all cools down and you can move yeah, right right well guess what the sun went down and it was still <laughs> <laughs> my pace my first pacer gary got to me and he was like oh joey it's still really hot outside i'm like yeah you think <laughs> You think so? <laughs> so, so uh, I didn't really, I mean, I just, I, I got through the night. I got to Rucky Chucky, which I think is mile maybe 78. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. My, uh, and then it's time to bring in, you know, the closer, the big yeah. gun, Ben Dickey, my coach, my yeah. best friend. He's going to, and at that point, I'm like 20 minutes ahead of the cutoff. And he's like, Joey, we got to move. I'm like, Let's do this. Let's do this. I'm in Western States. Let's go. Yeah. Guess what my coach does? He gets me back on track. He gets me eating like a gel every freaking 15 minutes. I wanted to punch him in the face because he kept feeding me fucking gels. And then 
And then, you know, day breaks. He's like, here we are. Here's we're at the river. We're at the bridge. We're at this fame. You know, Hal Kerner is dressed up like a um, like a monk at his aid station. And I'm like, Hal, give me some Mountain Dew, bro. And he's like, I got you, man. So it's like me and Hal Kerner are like bros. I've got this in the bag. This is a done deal. Uh, I, we start going up the hill to Roby Point, which is, you know, the last aid station before the finish where you can pick up all of your crew and pacers. Right? Yes. So yeah. For the spirit celebratory lap. So I, uh, I'm heading up there. And then that's 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 all I remember. That And that's where I blacked out. And I'll let my uh, my buddy Ben Dickey take it from there. All right. Um, that, that's where I blacked out. And I the next thing I know, I. I opened my eyes and I was sitting in a chair surrounded by about 20 people, ice all over my body. And I had no idea where I was, Ryan. I didn't know where I was or what I was doing. All right. So we're going to bring Ben in. Now, yes, first sir. things first, Ben, before we, we get into your side of the story, because it may differ <laughs> from Joseph's side <laughs> of the story. <laughs> Let's be honest. It just could be a little different. Ben, <laughs> being his, the, the best man in his wedding, being his best friend and being his coach, what everybody really wants to know before we get into the day is, do you charge him full price for coaching services? Uh, absolutely. He's actually, he pays more than anybody else that I charge. Um, but, you know, he get, he also gets like the, the club level, the elite level service. I fly, I fly to Virginia. I fly to California and, you know, pace him overnight. You know, I, I, I I get chest deep in uh, Rocky Chucky you yeah. know, at 3 a.m. To, to get this guy through. So it's totally it's totally a steal, even at my rate. That's that's, that's true. The, <laughs> you get the, the club level services. You know, he's got the the platinum package. Oh, Very few people right. have the platinum package. That's right. So so, Ben, you, you pick him up. He He's looking bad. It's a hot it's a hot day, you know, and, and, and you know, he, he's not Jim Walmsley. People don't like well, if you want a picture, you, you, you don't have a picture right now of what of what Joseph Joseph Bears looks like. But don't picture Jim Walmsley. It, 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 a guy who ate Jim Walmsley may be more appropriate. There, there we go. So, that's right. That's right. Carl, Carl Meltzer's fat brother. Yeah. And, by, and by the way, the speed cow. you listening, if you're if you're a Clydesdale and you're looking for a coach, that's really what I specialize in. You oh. know, if, if you, yeah, yeah. If you want to come in. You know, eight seconds under that thirty-hour cutoff. I'm I'm your guy. Like that's that's the athlete I'm, I'm trying to get across the finish line. It's the it's the Ben the Ben Dickey just barely coaching service. That's that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, so so Ben, you you pick you pick up Joseph. He's having a rough day. By the way, you did have a, a stuffed eagle. When I when I saw you, did did that did that make it through Western states or did you lose that? I think no, no, that's, that, that was my. I think we ate that at mile eighty-five because he stopped eating the gels, and that's that's all we had. <laughs> oh man, that was my mascot for the Grand Slam, and uh, he's in my kid's drawer right now, uh, dying a slow death. That Eagles. <laughs> so, so all that, all that, you pick him up, you start feeding him gels. He's he's moving a little better than yeah. he was moving before because he was, you know, kind of flirting that ten-minute line for the cutoffs, but I mean, you're, you're Ben Dickey of the barely almost coaching service. You are going to get him to the finish line. How does that progress? 
Well, it was, first of all, this is also my first trip to Western States. So, so picking him up at Rucky Chucky was, was, was kind of a dream come Mm. true, but he looked awful. Um, and I was ready for that. Um, (laughs) uh, he looked awful on my wedding day. So I know, I know what that looks like. Um, but, uh, Um, you know, we, we climb up through Green Gate and we come down and, and what I do know about Western States is, is the last, uh, 18 miles of that is just buttery single track. Mm -hmm. Some of the, some of the best trail in America. And I was excited to do that. Um, I was excited to do that with him and, and everything he said, you know, we started to actually make up time. Mm -hmm. Um, we were catching runners and passing runners, passing runners in aid stations. And part of that is because, uh, he was eating like a champ. Yeah. Uh, dis- despite the protests, he was getting <laughs> things down. And that's what I know about Joseph. Like, uh, and, and I don't say this lightly, he is maybe the toughest person I've ever met in my mm-hmm. life. Um, yeah. And, and he, you know, when you say do this, he does it. Um, so by the time we get to, by the time we get to, you know, Quarry Road, Pointed Rocks, like the, the mid 90s, yeah. we're doing 13 minute miles, yeah. which is awesome. It means we're running a lot, right? walking the uphills and running everything else. Um, and I know that his legs were hurting because he'd done Old Dominion three weeks earlier. Um, and but we had made up time. And, and basically, by the time we met our crew there, uh, I think it's Pointed Rocks at around 95, like. I was looking at the watch and I was like, we got this. It's, right. We have, it. we're there. You're talking, you're going, man, you better get that. You better go on Amazon and we're going to order that, that belt, to put that buckle on. You're going to get that. Bronze I'm buckle. talking about, I'm talking about the belt buckle. It's going to be yours. You have this in the bag. We, we've just got to do a little bit more work. Mm-hmm. And he was ready for that. Um, yeah. it, you know, he wasn't talking much, but, but, but he was staying right on my tail and, and doing everything he knows how to do. Cause he knows how to finish races. Go on to his, eh, eh, by the way, this is with ultra sign up, right? That's yeah, who yeah, we're doing yeah, yeah. Go on to Joseph bears ultra sign up right now <clears throat> and just check out the DNFs. Cause you, you won't find any. Right. Because he's, 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 he's hardcore. He he's, a, yeah. he's the bear. Oh no, you've got one now. I'm <laughs> right. sorry. The bear's got <laughs> one. The one, the bear has got one DNF. That's it. And the, and the biggest DNF, in trail running history uh, yes, for, for at least 2021. So you get pointed rocks to Roby Point pretty easy. You got a little bit of climbs. You got to climb up to Roby Point. Uh, ben, he's he's right behind you. You're doing these 13-minute miles. You're no longer 10 minutes away from cutoff. You've built up a cushion of about, what, 40 minutes by the time you get yeah. to Roby Point? That's right. That's right. We're, we're at Roby point and, and we're coming up, we're coming up, uh, off no hands bridge and, and he's complaining it's hot. I'm hot. And yeah. I was like, well, yeah, it's really hot. Yeah. Of course you're hot. So, you know, we, we, I'm dousing his, his buff and he's got it up over his ears and we're doing all the things we know to keep him cool. There's other runners on the trail that are dousing runners as they come by, you know, you, you get to Roby point and they've got the, They've got the, the, the sprayers out and, and they're hosing people down. Um, but again, I'm looking at the watch and I'm like, well, this is in the bag. Right. This is in the bag. And we come out of the aid station and I'm, I'm continuing with all the talk. And I'm like, all right, here we go. We're gonna, just going to push up this hill. We're just going to walk this strong. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I see that he's bent, bent over at the waist and leaning to one side. Yeah. 
which he hasn't been all day. Right. And I was like, okay, Joey, um, which, which is what, what I call him, but, yeah. but not many people do. Most people call him Joseph, but I was like, Joey, stand up. Yeah. You got to stand up, get your chest up, you know, get your hips forward. Let's get up this hill. Um, and then he says to me, basically like he's drunk and I'll tell you right now, I've never, I've never been around somebody who got heat stroke. And yeah. I think that's mostly because I'm an ultra runner. Like I didn't have weekends where I could just go out on the lake and drink on a boat till, till we all passed out. Like, no, I was running, I was running all night to, to plan for an ultra, but you know, he, like <laughs> he says to me with this big slur, careful, you don't pull a hammy. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Did you just pull a hamstring on this asphalt going up to Roby Point? No. He lost his mind. He lost his mind. Because I didn't know it then, but he had heat stroke. And I was like, okay, cool. Let's stand up and walk up this road. And he continues to lean over. And then he puts his arm around my shoulder. And it's Western State. So I'm looking around like, where's the court official who's going to DQ him for like, you know, runner assistance. I right. see, I see, you know, the, the, the documentaries of the people disqualified. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, Hey, I can't help you here. Why don't you stand up on your own power? All of a sudden we come up on some people in some lawn chairs who, who live there on the road mm -hmm. and they were like, Oh, he doesn't look very good. Uh, wh what do you need? And I was like, I don't know. You got a gel. And uh, we, this guy after the heat stroke hit him, eight two more gels okay all you people talking to your pacers right now about how you don't want to eat another gel <laughs> shut up eat the gel he down two gels not in his right mind and i was like well we still got this he's eating gels We're in the, it's in the bag we got it he was gone he was already gone um and so then all of a sudden he sits down on the pavement and yeah. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And it was, it was like all of a sudden time just kind of like spread out in, in into this. You know how time slows down when you're in a crisis and yeah. you're just like, what exactly is happening? And I've been running for 20 plus miles. Right. So, you know, I, I'm I'm holding it together, but like I'm I'm not <laughs> I'm not in the, in the place where I want to make like a bunch of really crucial decisions. Right. Uh, so then I was like, well, let's get up off the ground because we still have a mile yeah. and it's okay. We've got over 30 minutes, almost 40 to walk it. We just got to walk to the track. Right. Um, and, and he's kind of unresponsive, but I get him up and again, coaching Clydesdale. So that's not an easy task. <laughs> But then these people in these lawn chairs come over and they also help get him up off the pavement. Um, and he's just not able to hold himself up. He's not able to hold himself up. And they're like, I think he's overheated. Um, they grab a lawn chair. We start to take him over to the road and he just sits down. So somebody like runs around the other way and gets the chair underneath him as he's sitting. Yeah. And I was like, okay. How many gels do we need now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening. And, <sighs> and, you know, not only was I coaching him for Western States, but I was coaching him for the Grand Slam. Yeah. And so it was super important to me 
that like we have to finish this next mile so you can complete the next two legs of your journey right which is you know burning river and then and then wasatch which yeah. was already in um and so i'm sitting there and 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 these folks who lived on roby point um and uh, you know like we've had some correspondence, our, our crews had some correspondence with them and, and they sit out there every year, of course, yeah. and watch Western safe happen and have for years. And, yeah. um, you know, they're jumping into action. They're getting cooled off, hosing them down. The kids are running around. Um, and I don't have my cell phone on me. And I, they were like, who can we call? And I was like, well, I got to call my sister, um, who was also a part of our crew that day. Yeah. Uh, and I dialed this phone number that I think is my sister's, but it's actually my wife's who's back here in Chicago. And and I'm visibly, you know, really shaken by this. And I'm like, uh, oh, God, Emily, you've got to call Ann, Joey. Joey's not moving on. We're at mile ninety nine. Yeah. And, and then I like hung up because I'm a bad husband and friend. <laughs> um, so she's just left wondering, like, what what is happening? So then there's a game of phone tag. Um, all of a sudden, some of our crew show up. And, um, and, and, and the folks, again, who are attending to Joe, Joey, they like, they did a great job. They did amazing uh, just getting him cooled off. Um, and they asked me, they were like, do you want us to call medical? And yeah. I was like, well, no. <laughs> right, because we, you know, here's the thing. I mean, it's not like you're, you're not appointed rocks at this point. You're not seven right. miles from the finish line. That's right. With 40 minutes to go. At that point, it's an easy call. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, go get medical. You're Roby Point. You know, you've got, you've got, and is it a mile? Is it less than a mile? It's I, less than a mile at it that is. point. It's I less mean, than a mile. Because the aid station is 98.9, and we were up out of the aid station yeah. uh, a little bit. Um, so I'm like, they're like, it's your call. You're the pacer. And I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> and I'm hoping Joey has some clarification. So I'm like, Joey, what do you want to do? He is not there. Like, he is unresponsive. He's to totally drunk on, on California sun. And, um, and so I said, yeah, we got to call him. It doesn't look good. And so um, we called the race officials and um, – all of a sudden, they're asking Joey, like, where are you? And he's like, well, I'm in Leadville. I'm back in Colorado. <laughs> and they're like, no, you're not. You're at Western States. Oh, well, did I do it? Yeah, you, yeah, you Almost. did Almost. <laughs> um, and then for, for me, the weirdest thing was Tim Tweetmeyer shows up. The legend. And I vote <laughs> the freaking legend. Yeah. And I followed this guy's career forever. Um, and that's when the dam broke for me emotionally. Cause I was like, this is not how I wanted to meet Tim Tweetmeyer. Yeah. I wanted to meet him at the track at the fin. This is what you're supposed to do. Right. He's not supposed to be like radioing, you know, the doctors. Um, but, but at the, uh, 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 and meanwhile, cause I'm a pacer, I'm just, my eyes on my watch and yeah. I'm watching them kick off. And then all of a sudden, uh, it's, it's whatever, 10 AM and, and it was over. It's over. Um, Joseph, I, th there was a category for best pacer in the yeah. Trail Running Weird Awards. And I will tell you that Ben Dickey received zero nominations and zero votes. 
<laughs> ben, ben, this you know, Brian, yeah. you know when he's going to get that award? When I get that freaking Cougar buckle. When I get that buckle at Western States t- yeah. 2034. That's right. That's right. When, I get when, in, when you get in the lottery again. When I get in, you know, with my 5,463 <laughs> tickets as a 12-year, you know, my 12-year, I'll be in. I mean, Joey, that's some good context. How many tickets did you have in the lottery? How many years have you been eight. entering the lottery? Eight Four, that was my, it was my fourth year. I had eight. No, 16. So it was my fourth year. I had 16 tickets and I was on the wait list yeah. uh, and got on for this last one. Yeah. So I, I don't know what this is going to do to your coaching service, Ben. I I, I don't know oh, if the Google bad news, searches. Ryan. What? Bad news. What? I've already paid him for uh, 2022. <laughs> I already Venmo'd that mrf I Venmo'd him. Uh, Vermont 100 training started uh, on Monday and I'm all, you know, I'm all in. And, you know, it's snowing here. So right now I'm running in the snow. So it's a little different than... Uh, than my Western experience. We obviously know that Ben does not have a money back guarantee. That that question <laughs> answered for <laughs> you. No, I, I, I charged his Venmo January one. I was like, boom, yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so all of that, Joseph, when you finally came to yeah. and and somebody explained to you what had happened, you're like, you DNF'd with less than a mile to go at Western yep. States. Yep. What was that like to process that moment? Um, it, it, honestly, Ryan, it didn't hit me until um, probably the next day because I, <clears throat> when I when I came to, I was sitting in a chair. I had ice all over my body. Um, I didn't know where I was. All my crew started to appear, and I knew their faces. I knew they were my friends, so I knew who they were, but I didn't know why they were there, and they all were very – they looked very scared, and I didn't understand, and so I was very much asking, what's wrong? Why is everyone so upset? Um, One of the volunteers was wearing a Western States finisher's buckle, Mm -hmm. and I remember – it was, you know, she was at my – you know, her waist was at my eye level, and I remember staring at her buckle – and going, that logo looks so familiar. But I couldn't even put two and two together that that was a Western States finisher's yeah. buckle. I, I, and, and I was asking everyone, and, and they were asking me so many questions, and I was just getting annoyed by the very, like, who's president? Right. You know, who, you know what you, what you, where, what's your address? All this stuff. Um, so anyway, I get into an ambulance, um, I'm starting, it's starting to make sense. And then probably, you know, probably about an hour after I, I get to, and I get in the ambulance and I get to the actual hospital, I then realize it all starts to hit me. And at that point, I really don't care about the race or the finish. I'm just, I'm just kind of, okay, I'm alive. This is fantastic. Um, they, I got to the hot, I got to the emergency room and they were like, we have got to get your core down. And it took them like three hours just to get my yeah. core down to a place where they were, they were not scared for my life. It, and in the, in the emergency room, I had a Western States people on either side of me who were there with the same issues. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it was, it was a rough, it was a rough year. It was one of the lowest, um, you know, one of the lowest finishing rates of any year. Um but but then the next day and and then going forward it it's it was really really 
it was really tough. And it's, and it wasn't, I wasn't embarrassed. I wasn't, I was just, you know, the word I keep coming back to is bummed, yeah. which feels so flip, but it, I'm just really, really bummed because that race really meant a lot to me. And I, you know, I've been, I've run lots of ultras and I've run lots of one hundreds, but this was special and, you know, having, you know, running with Ben and, you know, going for the grand slam, you know, and, and it was also built up because of COVID yeah. and having to wait another, a full year to even get moving. I was trained, Ryan, I was ready. So I was just like, God damn it. You know? Um, but I also have a lot of pride. I have a lot of pride that I got to mile 99, that I got to, I got to do 99 miles of that course. And all I have left now is I just have to get to that track. And I, I have no doubt in my mind that that's going to happen. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, so, you know, eventually, you know, I'm not young, but I do, I do have, you know, quite a few years left, I think in my ultra running, yeah. you know, career. So, yeah, it was just it, it. It was really, and I honestly think it was it was harder for my crew, um, and you know, and my pacers, and you know, and part of my crew was my girlfriend, um, and you know, that was rough. Um, but and, and these are my these are my friends that I've been doing this with, and they've been crewing me, and I've been crewing them for ten years, Ryan. Yeah. So just imagine your people, right, Jeff, and all your buddies, mm. and like they're all there to see this tra- trauma happen. It was. You know, I, I I certainly can laugh about it, and obviously, winning this award and getting to do all this is super cool. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty traumatic at the time. Now I'm okay. Every every I'm good. Um, you know, I uh, I went ahead and um, <laughs> so I didn't get divorced from my girlfriend. I didn't run <laughs> the next race in the Grand Slam. I went ahead and took that one off. Right. Um, and then I uh, and then I got back on the horse and I went to Wasatch and I finished, you know, mother loving Wasatch like a boss. So that felt good. I got I finished Wasatch um, in September um, <laughs> with not too much time to spare. Uh, and yeah. And, and, you know, I've been resting since then. And now I'm back on the horse and just training for uh, for 2022 with a with a my best friend and, and my coach ben dickey joseph i love that attitude man i absolutely love that attitude i love you well, what I a great story to share <laughs> uh ben uh, i was hoping that you know you coming on here people are gonna be google and ben dickey coaching and you get some <laughs> chatter out of this deal can he plug, can he plug? <laughs> down because i actually don't charge joey enough for <laughs> to, to host the site so like, just text me. Just text him. Just look up <laughs> Ben Dickey. He can run you into the ground too. I was really glad and excited that Ben got to be a part of this. And, and, and I, you know, this award goes to Ben as much as it does to me. My failure is also Ben Dickey's failure. God damn it. <laughs> okay. There's only one. You're only getting one water bottle from Ultra Sign Up. You're going to have to split that between the two of you. Uh, ben Dickey. I'm sure I'll have to carry it. You will. You're going to have to carry it. Him. Yes, yeah. absolutely. As you run him into the ground again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ben Dickey, Joseph Bears, love both of you. Thank you so much for coming on. And I, I wish you all the best in 2022. Thanks, Ryan. All right, next up in the Ultra Sign Up Keep Trail Running Weird Awards, this is a data award. Ultra Sign Up went through all of the data to find out who was the most improved from 2020 to 2022. Who took their Ultra, or sorry, 2021, who took their Ultra Sign Up ranking uh, and increased it the most in a year's time? I have the answer. She improved her Ultra uh, Sign Up score 
by 33.8% in a year. And let me just say, she did not run one race one year, tank it, and then like win another. No, this is various races throughout both years, an impressive increase. She's obviously figured something out. We're going to get the secrets from Louisiana. Nicole LaPaglia is our next winner in the Ultra Sign Up Keep Trail Running Weird Awards Most Improved for 2021. Nicole, welcome. Thank you. Um, this is quite a surprise, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> so so you get an email from Ultra Sign Up saying like, hey, you may not be aware of this, but we're doing these awards. And one of the categories was most improved. And we crunched the numbers and found out that you, above anyone else in all of trail running, increased your Ultra Sign Up score uh, by more percentage points than anybody in the entire country. How did that feel? Like it was spam. Um, so I spent the first 30 <laughs> minutes looking through the internet pages because, to be honest, I didn't know this was happening. Um, so, yes, to be uh, to be quite honest, I thought it was spam before I returned the email and said, wow, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's talk about you real quick before we kind of get the secret sauce, Nicole, because, you know, people hearing about most improved, they're going to want to know what what made it click between you know 2020 and and 2021 let's kind of get your your running story first off were you someone who had ran through high school and college is it something you found later in life what is kind of your running journey nicole um i did track in in high school i mean i've always kind of been like mediocre at running um but my friends did it and i played sports so you know it was something to keep doing um, I didn't run at all in college, casually did a 5K or 10K here and there. Um, and then after college, uh, living in Pittsburgh, decided to do the Pittsburgh Marathon. It's just a, let's see if I can do this kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, trained for that first marathon back in 2011 and got done, wanted to die, said, I will never do that again. Check the bucket list, <laughs> move on. Um and then we moved to Georgia. My husband got a job in Georgia, running's a way to find friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and we found just the right friends and started doing ultras. <laughs> what was your first ultra, Nicole? My first ultra um, was a 50K called Battermarsh. Mm-hmm. Um, you start at 2 p.m. in the afternoon. It's in the summer in South Georgia. So... You know, it's, it's miserable. <laughs> right? It's miserable. It's the worst time of the year to run in Georgia. Yeah. And it was, uh, I can't remember the loop. It was a loop, mm-hmm. um, about a 5K loop. Um, so that was my first. I actually trained and did it. And, you know, my friends were doing it. So why not? Right. Right. Exactly. You get into the wrong crowd of people. Like so many of us, you know, we think we're going to live in this 5K, 10K, half marathon, the occasional marathon world. And then, like so many of us, Nicole, you got mixed up in a bad crowd of people. There were snacks and beer. (laughs) Right. I mean, it's the same price. Really, it is the same price for a 50K that it is for a half marathon, but there's snacks and beer. So it really is. You you, kind of win out. Exactly. (laughs) So you you get started. You're doing it for fun. Um, You know, it's kind of kind of doing your thing, hanging out with your friends. And and so you you kind of you roll yourself like like when was that what year was that first ultra? 
Uh, I think it was 2015. Okay, so you're you're five years into this. 2020, Nicole's just running for fun, you know, just doing her thing. All she sign up scores around 30 something, you know, just doing your thing. At some point, Nicole, something changed for you. And you were able to increase your ultra sign-up score by 33%, which over 33%, 33.8%. What happened in 2021 where you went from, you know, just kind of middle of the pack to you actually won some races last year overall, which is which is I mean incredibly impressive. What happened to 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 make you go from that middle to moving to the front of the pack? Uh, well, I think we all know what happened in 2020. Yeah. Um, and my overwhelmingly moving into 2021, um, the whole virtual race thing was just not doing it yeah. for me. Um, and we had moved to Prairieville, Louisiana from uh, Savannah, Georgia area. So, you know, found new friends, of course, another good crowd of people. Um, and most of them like to do trail and that's really the, all that was open as an opportunity to race. Yeah. Um, there was no road racing happening. All the big races were canceled. All the little races were canceled. So it was really, you know, I needed to find a different way to, to get out and go, you know, be able to compete because I was not motivated to do any of the virtual stuff anymore. Like yeah. that had lost its shiny shiny glimmer <laughs> so, so basically nicole what you're saying is 2020 sucked because it was all virtual races and you're like oh f this virtual yeah i mean stuff. I, I dnf if you can believe it the great, great virtual race across tennessee like how do you dnf a virtual race across tennessee <laughs> but i did because i just just slogging miles yeah. on a virtual you know platform i was ugh. but this year i actually completed that um so that you know, helped my, my confidence of like, I can keep doing these hard things and logging these miles. Um, but I also kind of got over my fear of trail. Mm -hmm. Um, as a predominantly road runner, I'm very good. And I run ultra usually do like four to ones um, when I train. So I can get into a really good rhythm of kind of just cruise control. Mm -hmm. Um, you can't do that on a trail. So when I first started doing some trails. I was kind of cautious. I was afraid to fall. Yeah. Um, I kind of felt like I was like a pinball kind of plodding through the trail and it would just spit me out onto the road back to my safe haven of cement at some point. Yeah. But, um, it didn't <laughs> So I'd keep going. <laughs> um, and I just kind of got over that fear this year. I kind of put it out of my head and was like, all right, you know, be more gazelle like, like look at your friends who run faster on trails. Like they're not afraid to fall. They just go like, don't be so regimented in your four to ones. Just go with it. So basically what you're saying is you embrace the inner gazelle. That's what did it for you. So like the slow gazelle in the back <laughs> doesn't quite know where her legs are, but yes, embracing in more of my inner gazelle, less of my fear of falling and, you know, more just kind of going for it. Nicole, you know, you don't have to be the fastest gazelle to survive life. In the, in the, I just have to not be the last. Exactly, runner. you just have to be. You have to be at least the second to the second slowest. Yeah. You know, you to, as long as you're not the slowest, the lions aren't aren't going to get you. Uh, so that's a, that's a great way of looking at it. H- had I had I had to guess, I really would have thought you would have said like, well, you know, I've finally dialed my nutrition in, 
Or I've, <laughs> I'm thankful you didn't say I started. I started doing uh, strength training because um, every time I hear that, I go, ah, darn it, I probably should do that. I just love it that it's like, well, 2021 or 2020 sucked because it was all virtual races and I wasn't in the game. 2022 is like, oh, I get to race real races again and I'm going to just embrace it on the trails. And that's how I did it. Yep, (laughs) absolutely. It just kind of went for it and decided I wasn't going to let that get in my way and more of, you know, my own head get in my way. Yeah, yeah. So you you kind of learned a little bit about yourself in that year Mm -hmm. of just kind of uh, letting things go and, and not allowing yourself to psych yourself out by getting on these trails. What advice would you give to someone, Nicole, who, you know, is loving the sports and, you know, maybe is a little timid to get, they, they love the road aspect of it. They're a little timid to get on the trails. What, what advice would you give them to kind of transition from that safety of the road and just kind of get off road? Stop looking at your watch. Um, that was one of the big things. I'm so used to my four to ones. And I knew exactly like, I will cruise between, you know, 0.4 and 0.44 and that during my run session. And, you know, that'll keep me on this pace. Like all of that minutia that gets in your head and then you start, you know, kind of doubting yourself. Mm -hmm. So don't look at your watch, cover it up. Don't have that expectation is probably my biggest piece of advice. And the biggest thing that I've had to learn to start improving how I run on a trail. Just know that by saying that, Nicole, you're probably not going to get on Team Koros or Team Garmin. For- That's okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a terrible ambassador. <laughs> for most things, it's okay. Nicole, what are your plans for 2022? Um, right now, just kind of, kind of looking ahead. Uh, we haven't really figured that out yet with the world as it is, mm-hmm. you know, virtual again not not a thing for me um we're looking at we do have a fun race plan which is not a trail race but delayed from 2020 Mm -hmm. uh, we have a team going to keys 100 relay nice uh, a couple teams actually so we're finally gonna go hopefully fingers crossed nothing else happens um that's probably the next big thing on our list and then who knows for the fall um that's probably when I would do something again. And there are different things that we've kind of got up in the air. Um, yeah. I'm really not sure. Well, actually. I mean, you could be the first two-time DNFer of the great virtual race across Tennessee. <laughs> no more virtual races. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely not doing that. Definitely not doing that. Um, I know some people in our group have talked about wanting to get into go deep do yeti mm-hmm. um i would love to go back and finish get some redemption at tunnel hill mm-hmm. um, i dnf'd out of tunnel hill in 2019 out of the 100 miler there um so yeah. that's definitely on my radar but probably not for this year we'll see well you got to protect that ultra sign up number you know i mean that's I know, for at least one year right <laughs> Let it ride for a year and then go back to exactly regular scheduled programming. I, I think you're getting um, some swag from Ultra Sign Up, uh, which I, I believe includes a, a water bottle that very few people are going to have because it's the it'll be the Keep Trail Running Weird Award water bottle. But you should get a T-shirt that says "Ask me about my Ultra Sign Up score." <laughs> 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 just wear that for the entire year whatever you decide to do uh congratulations on winning the the awesome 
most improved awards. You are the very first winner of the most improved award in the ultra signup. Keep trail running weird awards. Nicole LaPaglia uh, of, of Louisiana. Um, thank you so much for coming on the adventure jogger and congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. This award category. When I saw this, I was so excited because I had a really good idea I knew who would win this. This award is an ultra sign-up data award. It's the most races. 26 races on ultra sign-up in the year 2021. From Atlanta, Georgia, if you have run anywhere on the East, you have run into this runner. She is one of those that just epitomizes trail running on the Beast Coast. Jamila Abdul Rahim Mujahid is the Ultra Sign-Up Award winner, most races, 26 races this year. Jamila, welcome to the Adventure Jogger. Thank you. Oh, that was a nice introduction. You're so sweet. You're so sweet. Jamila, now we, we've talked before. Jamila, I've interviewed you a couple times. We've we've seen each other at races. And when yeah. I saw that, with it, like we have to do most races, I'm like, well, this is, this is Jamila's thing. Because Jamila, last time we spoke, not only are you raising... A, a whole bunch of kids like you're like me you got you got a, you got a minivan full of kids you're right what you're a fitness instructor you were also working at the waffle house at, at that time but yet every weekend it seems jamila you are out there crushing it and putting some miles down right well the pandemic shut a lot of stuff down mm-hmm. um so of course i was going crazy for a minute um i'm not at waffle house anymore Yay and sad. Um, uh, that's because they cut a lot of the shifts out. Um, right. You know, because of you know you couldn't dine in anymore. You know, stuff like that. So they didn't need us anymore like that. Right. And um, basically, what I was doing, which was waitressing, and that's we survive off of tips. Mm-hmm. So since people weren't in, eating in, you know, they weren't tipping. So it really just became, you know. Three dollars an hour. You can't. What you know? What can you do? There was nothing I right. could do with that. You can't support a family so like I'm that. So no longer there. Um, but they have started opening up the gyms again. Yeah. So um, I'm back teaching fitness classes. I'm back working at the gym. Um, you know, they just found stuff for me to do, which is you know, working the front desk, checking people in. You know, walking around the gym, nagging people, helping them work out <laughs> that type of stuff. So um, between that, uh, working Instacart. Uh, DoorDash, you know, <laughs> I make it work. Um, I'm working at a senior center as well, um, a couple of days. So yeah, yeah I'm I'm still working. I, I I piece stuff together, so I still have two full time jobs. I don't play. I got kids to feed. You know, Jamila, what it is. We're all exhausted listening to that, and we've all just decided <laughs> that the, the excuses that we have to not go out and run. Oh, I'm too tired. Oh, I'm too busy. <laughs> Now we're going to think of Jamila. Uh, before we talk about the 26, it's a big number, 26 races in the year. But I have a feeling you did more because this is just going on ultra sign up. Uh, uh, this registers race registrations through ultra sign up. But I want to ask you as much time as you spend in the trail running community. And it's it's it is essentially every weekend. Where did you see the weirder people? Trail running Waffle House. Look, I'm sorry. It was Waffle House. (laughs) We can't compete, can we? 
you you guys y'all calm compared to them <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah it was waffle house <laughs> <laughs> so, that's why when i see stuff that trail in the trails i'm like oh i, I see that every night that's something different what's what's what what that, that's okay you know <laughs> so just know if you see jamila at a race there is not a thing you can do that's going to weird jamila out it's really not it's really not <laughs> so, so as we said earlier 26 races through ultra sign up how many races total did you do in 2021 uh, I got to 61 starting lines. 61 starting lines? Jamila, right. there's only 52 Between, weekends in a year. I, yeah, I know, but, you know, and I don't even know if I can say it because, you know, there are other web, websites that I race off, so I'm not going to mention them because, right. hey, we're, we're doing ultra sign-up right now. Exactly. But I got to 61 start lines, yeah. yeah. Okay, 61 start lines, Jamila, you, you mentioned all that stuff. And by the way, if you if you think Jamila's full of it, go look up at her ultra sign up and you will see that she is absolutely telling the truth. Uh, she does all of those things and does all of those races. Let's think back to your 26 races through ultra sign up. 26 right. races this past year. Was there one that stuck uh, that stands out for you um, as one that you really just enjoyed of the 26? What was your favorite this past year? Uh, to be honest with you, I don't do them like that because then I start to get overwhelmed. Of, mm -hmm. Okay, you're doing too much. You got all of this. When I'm done with the race, I'm literally done with it. You know what I'm saying? I, I kind of push it out my memory blink. And so in the moment, I'm having a blast. I yeah. am. I'm having a blast. I'm, you know, I'm talking to everybody. I'm dancing. Um, you know, I'm running, I'm crying, I'm trying to make cutoffs, all of that good stuff. But when it's over, it's over. You know what I'm saying? It's not really one that sticks out more than the other. Um, now, of course, you know, I have my favorites, you know, I yeah. have my favorite race directors and all that stuff like that. And that's only because I've built relationships with them yeah. over the year. Um, but to say one is more than the other, I can't say that, you know, um, because I get love at all of them. Yeah. You know, it's, that's my release. That's my freedom. That's my, you know, like, like they would say it at, what is that gym? Uh, Planet Fitness. It's a no judgment zone. Mm -hmm. So I really get to go and be just, just whatever, you know what I'm saying? With no judgment. So they're all the same to me. They're all the same to me. Like I said, of course I have my favorites, you know, but yeah, every, I, I get love. I get love and I love being out there. I love being out there. I do. That's a really amazing way to look at it, Jamila, because I think so many people compare, right? Well, this race that I did last weekend had this. This one didn't have it. This one's better. And it just seems like you're you're doing this in the moment type of living where, well, the races I've signed up for that haven't happened yet haven't happened. I'm not thinking of them. The ones that have already happened are the past. I'm not thinking about them anymore i enjoyed the experience when when i was there but jamila you seem to focus on the here and the now and i have to um it, it, it's a, like i said i have aging parents mm -hmm. you know and i'm so thankful that they're both still here yeah so i can't really focus on yesterday yeah i focus on right here and now every single moment 
with, even with my kids every single moment um, because I travel so much. Like I said, I can't get caught up in, well, that one was so good and I dwelled on it and I dwelled on it. Eh, I finished it. I didn't finish it. I don't care. I had a good time when I was there. I had a good time because I got back home safe to my kids. You know, I was able to talk to my mom and dad that next morning. I'm, that's just how I am. I don't, I'm not a type of person that worries about the future. Yeah. I, hey, I don't know if I'm, it's going to be here or not. I worry about right here and now, you know, and as long as everything's good right here and now, I'm good. I'm good. You know, I really do. I don't, you know, nothing is absolutely perfect. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's going to be some that you don't get what you want. There is going to be some that you get everything, but you're not going to be able to run that race every single weekend. So you can't get caught up in that. You know what I'm saying? Some race directors have plenty of money. They can give you everything. Some race directors have, you know, just enough to put the race on. But the fact that I get to run it and I get out of there without, you know, breaking too many bones, I'm able to run again the next day, then it was a good race for me. It was a good race, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's how I I can't. I can't really compare them like that. I, I, I just can't. I have a good time. Yeah. I smile. I have a good time. What is it that you get, Jamila? What is it that going to these ultra races and you, and you do a lot? I mean, you do you do them all. You're all over the board. You do the you do the the ones that people would say are easier ones. You do the hard ones. I mean, you've done Cruel Jewel. I mean, as many races as you race every single week, you I, I can honestly say you've done them all, and that's not an exaggeration. That's probably the truth. But what is it about ultra running, ultra racing, the ultra community? that keeps you coming back for more every single weekend and sometimes twice in a weekend? Well, it's it's that challenge. Just because I did 100 miles this time doesn't mean I can do 100 miles again. Mm-hmm. It could be the exact same terrain, but that doesn't mean I can do it again. You know, uh, this week, I'm a, a week older. You know, this week, I may have gained five pounds. This week, I may be fasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, you know, something could, it doesn't matter. It's always something different to make me say, okay, let's see what's going to happen this time. You know, let's see if um, I'm actually going to be able to survive the dark and stay awake. Or did I fall asleep? It's still a challenge for me every single weekend. And that's what drives me to keep going. And I mean, like I said, I really do have fun. Yeah. I have fun. I, I'm able to many people and smile and you know i get to meet so many different people from so many different backgrounds and just you know here's the thing mm-hmm. there hasn't been a race in no state mm-hmm. that i went to that I haven't encountered somebody at the race that if i saw them just walking down the street we probably wouldn't have anything in common right in their mind Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the race, we connected. And that's something I hold so precious. I hold on to that. It just always shows me another side of everyone. You know what I mean? There there, there are people that people would say, oh, you, you shouldn't go here. You might not be safe there. Or some places I think I would be actually safe that I see a different side. So that's the challenge every single time going into these races there are all kinds of people. There's all kinds of people, mm-hmm. you know? So, and, and that's what I love about it. I, I don't think I'll ever stop. I don't think I, I know I won't ever stop. As long as I'm breathing, 
I'm going to be trying the trail, running the trails. You I know, will. It's it's so cool, Jamila, to hear you say that and and to talk about what fuels you to keep doing these things. And I think trail running and ultra running more than any other sport, you cut through the BS real quick. If you're if you're sharing the 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 trail with someone for 10, 15, 20 miles, all of the pleasantries that you have in real life that you have to cut through to get to the the heart of the real person, who they are, um, that takes quite a while to get through the the, the pleasantries yeah. of, of, of 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 just little little talk. You know, that small talk you have to do to get to the core of someone. But when you're on the trail with them, you get to that core right away, and you are you're making deep connections with people in yeah. five hours, ten hours that would take in the outside world. You know, weeks. Do you have a memory of this past year of of a bond that you made with someone that has really stuck with you? I made a bond uh, with a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were. Um, I was in Tennessee. It was some. I can't remember where what part of Tennessee, but we were in because it was like a back to back weekend race where it was like Saturday, Thursday. I ran somewhere and then. Friday, I had to be somewhere else. And then Saturday morning, I had to be somewhere else. So forgive me if I don't, I might be mixing up. I think it was either Tennessee, the North Carolina, some crap like that, Alabama, but whatever. <laughs> um, she had just lost her job and she was out there sharing on the runners. Cause we were, I was there to run a hundred K and her runner that she was sharing for, it was, he was running his first hundred mm-hmm. and she was like, smiling and trying to be happy for him but you can you could just you know you can kind of sense something in people that something else is going on and so i just stopped and i hugged her and she was like oh my god i said that's how i am i'm a hugger i said i love hugging people yeah i said so forgive me for just not even asking your permission i said but if i sense that you need a hug i'm gonna give it to you that's just me and so then that's when she started telling me that she had lost her job and, you know, she didn't know how things were going to be. Da, da, da. I said, but you know what? I said, you're here today. Yeah. I said, don't worry about it if you lost your job. I said, you know how many people lose their jobs? And then the very next day, something else happens and they find something else. I said, you have no idea. And come to find out when she, the, the, the place we were at, mm-hmm. she, she, it was it was a friend of mine that was in that town. That's I'm trying to think of the name of the Tennessee. That's how I know we were in Tennessee. But anyways, there was there was somebody else on my uh what do you call it? My Facebook feed yeah. friend people. Yeah. And I'd be jacking that junk all up. But anyways, somebody <laughs> on my feed knew her. So I reached out and I texted her and I said, Here, here's this information, yada yada yada. And so, you know, you hook up with them and see if there's something they can do. I mean, maybe they can, maybe they can't. You know what I'm saying? So it's just that type of connection. I mean, as big as we are, we're, we're really small. Yeah. It's the same people traveling from race to race to race to race to race and it's connections. You know what I'm saying? So it, it just made me feel good that she was trying to smile for somebody else, but I was actually able to make her smile and kind of turn her situation around where she didn't feel like it was just the end of the world. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. how I was like, Never know. That door was closed for a reason. Mm -hmm. Something else is coming, baby. As long as you're alive, something else is coming. It's always something else. Always. So yeah, that 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 stuck out. That was a good one. That that's great. That's an that's a fantastic story. And have you always been this way? 
or is this something that trail and ultra running has has brought out of you or, or something you discovered out on the trail or is this kind of a, a a mission for you to bring this attitude this love to this community you know what brought me to this is because as i i, I promised god when i had my first baby when i was pregnant with my son and i said if you let me have a healthy boy that woman I was, I will never be her again. Ryan, I was a bully. I was that little person that would beat you up so that you wouldn't beat me up. Yeah. So I did. I was really mean growing up. My mom and dad had hell raising me. I was super spoiled. I mean, we were we were the we were the kids that had everything, but that wasn't enough for me. I would still be like, okay. Look, let's say if my dad gave me $25 and you got to think back then, you know what I'm saying? We're talking about in the in in the early 70s. Yeah. 80s. That's a lot of money for a kid. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? I would still take that and be like, give me more. And if my dad didn't give me more, I'll take it. That's the kind of kid I was. So it took me a long process growing up to say, I, I don't like that. Why are you being mean to people? That's that's not cool. That's not cool. And I did everything possible to stick to my promise to God. When my baby came out healthy, all I can say, it was, I, I promise you, the person I was is not who I am. That's why no matter what, nobody can just, you, you can't make me angry. You can't make me upset. You can't make me think that, oh, this is the worst thing possible because I know I used to give people a lot of worst thing possible. And so that's why my, 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 my spirit now is, eh, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. I made a promise and I promised that I would never let my kids see that. And I've been successful. Like I said, my, my son turns, how old is my son? I think he turns 26 or something. Yeah. And so in 26 years, I have never, looked at the bad side of things. I don't care what happened. Let's say if, you know, God forbid, but let's say if everything burnt down on me today, I still will be smiling because I say, we still here, we can rebuild. I promised my hand to God, I'm not lying. That's how I am. When I made that promise to him, I stuck to that. I stuck to that. And anytime I'm around anyone that kind of pulls that away from me, mm -hmm. I'm gonna love you, but I'm gonna walk away from you. Cause I can I can't risk my kids and my promise. I, I just can't do it. You see what I'm saying? So and, and I just find it easier to do that. I don't have time to be mad at nobody. I don't have time to hate nobody. You know, people get mad at me. Um, you know, I speak my mind all the time, but it, it's never any love loss. It's it's never anything. It, it really is. It's like okay, that was that moment, but we good. We survived that. Yeah. Give me a hug. You, you ain't mad at me no more. Give me a hug. You know, that type of thing. And that's just how I am. And and I'm not, I'm going to leave this earth that exact same way. I'm going to leave this earth that way. Jamila, you've given everybody who's listened to this a whole lot to think about. And, and everybody's homework assignment is to pick one thing. Pick one thing. Be like Jamila. Be more like Jamila in just one of those aspects. Maybe smile a little more. Maybe hug a little more. Maybe love a little more. We all need to be a little more like Jamila. Now, congratulations on your 
on your incredible award, the Keep Trail Running Weird Awards. You are the winner of the most races. (laughs) But don't go anywhere because the next category is another data race. This one Uh is for the most hours raced in 2021. The most hours raced in 2021. How many hours? 681 hours, 11 minutes, and 18 seconds in her ultra sign-up races. Um, the winner of that award, Jamila Abdul Rahim Mujahid. <laughs> you gave me goosebumps with that. Oh my God, that's a lot of running. <laughs> that is. Are you exhausted just hearing that number? That's a lot of running. That's a lot of It's some trees out there with my name on it. I promise you that. <laughs> well, there's some trees out there with your name on it. And I think there's a, a, a wing of the ultra sign up headquarters named the Jamila wing. It's like they have an entire floor dedicated to you. <laughs> See, that gives me something to think about. Hmm, Can I beat that? This year, let's see. <laughs> um, I have a feeling, and, and this is an award. This is a category we'll most likely keep in the awards moving forward. I have a feeling that when we get to the 2022 Keep Trail Running Weird Awards for Ultra Sign Up, and being like, "Hey guys, guess what? Most races and most hours racing. Same woman again. Jamila's back." <laughs> no, you know what? I do know I have a competitor. And, and, and as long as he stays healthy, he's on my tail. He's on my tail, but I ain't gonna let him catch him. <laughs> and he knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Jamila, congratulations on your awards. Uh, and thank you for being the heart of trail running on the Beast Coast. Thank you for sharing so much of yourself and for for loving so much and so openly and just giving us so much to think about and just everybody who spends even a second on the trail with you is changed thank you for being who you are and thank you for spending some time with us on the adventure jogger uh thank you ryan for everything you do thank you for remembering us little regular runners too i mean we 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 try we try to win the races but we just you know we're gonna be there (laughs) <laughs> Jamila, regular runners is my bread and butter. Jim Walmsley's not coming on this podcast. He's not returning my calls. I, you know? They're not returning your call. <laughs> Look, they don't know what they're missing. They exactly. don't know what they're missing. <laughs> exactly. All right. Our next category in the Keep Trail Running Weird Awards with Ultra Sign Up. This is a community category so um on ultra sign up social media pages they ask you to nominate people in certain categories this category was most fashionable and i think we can all look at harvey lewis and say hey thank you for wearing that dress shirt at big's backyard ultra because i think it opened the door for a lot of people to go beyond the tech shirts and the short shorts and let's put some fashion into the world of trail and ultra running the winner of the ultra sign up award for most fashionable from sioux falls south dakota justin stenerson thanks for joining us on the adventure jogger justin no problems. Thanks for the award. <laughs> well, congratulations first off. And how would you describe winning this, you know, most fashionable, how would you describe your trail fashion? 
Uh, I tend to wear interesting outfits in the summer. I usually go around in like pink pixelated sunglasses, blue halter top, <laughs> short shorts. <laughs> I always tell people if you see someone run around Sioux Falls in an interesting outfit with sunglasses, it's probably me. In the races, I tend to wear some costumes and stuff and have fun with it. I will say now people can't see this because it's just audio. And, and let me just say that you know the 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 Zoom connection between freezing Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and very cold Clarksville, Tennessee is getting a little wonky. So please bear with us uh, um, through this. You are wearing a Star Trek shirt right now, a, a red original series Star Trek shirt. This was what I wore in one of my races. I actually disappointed someone at the beginning of the race, which is like, I'm disappointing you because I was wearing pants at the beginning of the race because it was in the 30s. <laughs> I did end up taking them off part way through, and I'm like, I took off my pants to please the crowd. <laughs> but I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I had to wear the red Star Trek dress in that 100 mile because I'm like, I had to be like, say it's too easy to run a hundred mile i gotta do it as a red shirt and survive because i've said no dying car track <laughs> wait wait is that is that the dress is that the lieutenant well, ahura dress rights on that one <laughs> is that is that a, is that the dress or is that the shirt yeah this is the one i wore in the in the november one yeah oh, is it- i wore this and then i wore shorts underneath it. <laughs> So, it's a it's a red scarf dress, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's not a shirt. That's the Lieutenant no. Uhura dress, yeah. isn't it? Oh yeah, it's the dress. Because <laughs> well, because as an agender person, I just don't care about gender. I'm just like if it's male or female, doesn't matter to me. I'll wear it. Like in the hundred mile I did in Sturgis, Black Hills 100. Yeah, I wore a cheerleader outfit, and my mom is my support group. Yeah, so. Some of the moms like, have you seen the cheerleader go by? And they're like, what she look like? And she's like, you haven't seen them because I got a beard. Obviously, you can't see also <laughs> that I had at the time too when I was wearing this cheerleader outfit. <laughs> wow. So, you know, in normal life, in regular everyday world, Justin, you wear something like that. You go to work and you're in a Star Trek Lieutenant Ahura dress. You're going to get some looks. One of the great things yeah. about trail and ultra running is it does seem like the judgment level is quite a bit lower and the acceptance level is quite a bit higher. Is that something that drew you to the trail and ultra running world? Well, I, I started in my first hundred, I did wear like a blue crop top and pink shorts, but it wasn't like a costume. Yeah in that one but then after a while i did my i was doing a half marathon in sioux falls here and i i'd read before different types of races to try and one of them was someone's like if you're a female you gotta wear a pink tutu mm-hmm. so i'm like so i wore a pink tutu pink shorts pink shirt pink gloves the only thing that wasn't pink was my hat and i had pink sunglasses on <laughs> and they actually took a video of me getting the medal on at the end and put me in the promo material for the next year and i'm like this is kind of interesting. I kind of <laughs> like this. And I'm like, let's try this in like a hundred mile and see how it goes. <laughs> so then mine's of Spain. I had like a unicorn headband on with my blue halter and shorts on there. And yeah, it is quite a bit more accepting running around the city and stuff. I do get some people who make some comments and stuff, but in ultra running, it seems pretty positive for people's reaction. Um, yeah. I, I'd say there's probably some cities 
and and I'm, I'm not trying to, to to offend anybody, but I'm just trying to point out the bravery of Justin here. We're talking Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We're not talking San Francisco. Yeah. You know, you're running no. through Sioux Falls in a halter top. I, I've gotten some F slurs and stuff like that, and everything running around. And usually, I can't even respond because they're already driving by. But yeah, ultra running, they definitely take me in. The one of my favorite outfits for most people this year was I did a 30k. Yeah. And one guy before it, I was debating if I wanted to do it. And he's like, it's like, well, you should do it because you get an award if you do this one and the other two ones you've already done. He's like, just do it in a wedding dress. I expect you to go in a full wedding dress. <laughs> so that was what I did. I wore a full wedding dress on these trails for 18 miles. <laughs> <laughs> How long was the train? That's what everyone wants to know. See, so it didn't have a long train. I did have like a veil on the back of taped to the back of my uh, baseball hat. <laughs> I was wearing and yeah, I, I don't usually get black toenails even in hundred miles, but because I think I was running wrong, I actually got a black toenail because I was wearing that wedding dress. <laughs> the, the other favorite was the Elsa dress that, that was in the picture I sent you guys. Yeah. Anyone out of spite. Because <laughs> 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 I work in a grocery store and we had a frozen two display there. And the guy was like, I was telling one of the coworkers what I wear. He's like, just don't wear an Elsa dress. And so, of course, I went on, went and bought an Elsa dress. Yeah. <laughs> and people were like, you sparkled at night. It was kind of cool. And I got 117.55 miles in a 36-hour race in an Elsa, in an Elsa dress. That's, like, that's a, that, I bet it's a record. I, somebody look it up. <laughs> Ultra sign up. Come on, guys. Put the stats together. What's the farthest distance anyone's gone? And an Elsa dress, and I'm sure that you won't be Justin. <laughs> well, now one was cool because I also met the jester who also has the jester hat when he runs. Oh, okay. So, so you've so got some competition. Com- yeah. Well, and he's done more 100 miles than anyone on the planet. So it's like cool that two of us crazy ultra runners have, are wearing these outfits when we're in this race together <laughs> right. right exactly that's amazing you i i would say and this is the i'm paying a high compliment when i say this you are the elton john of the ultra world you really are <laughs> you know well, i just yeah i love it's just interesting to me seeing what i want to wear and even my the thing is is my mom's my support crew. i don't have anyone else in my support normally yeah and going like at sturgis when i did black hills 100 my, it wasn't until we were in the hotel room that right before it where my mom knew what I was wearing. Yeah. I don't even tell her what I'm wearing for these races. So she's like, oh, a cheerleader. Like, <laughs> I'm supposed to be the cheerleader. I'm like, this is ultra running. We cheer for each other. Like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Justin, uh, this, is the, this, may, this may be a question that makes you a little uncomfortable, but everyone's going to want to know the answer to this. <laughs> what is your anti-chafing routine? See, I usually wear, I got some short shorts that I wear underneath and that blue halter I usually wear underneath and that those seem to prevent some rub and then just some Vaseline. Okay. And I always figure if I chafe, if I chafe, I can heal is always my thing. I figure like <laughs> with the Elsa dress, I actually had someone before the race, like, do you, do you think you're going to chafe? And I'm like, we'll see. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I try and come up with solutions before the race, obviously, but when you're going like over a hundred miles, it's like, I'll, I might chafe. Like that's just reality. <laughs> that's just the, that's just the world, the way it is. Uh, Justin, 
Can someone get him a, an endorsement deal with an anti-chafe? Can we get uh, some squirrels nut butter? Can we get some trail toes? Can we get Justin some sort of deal? Because you could be the master of, of not chafing. You are most fashionable. Um, what was what? What can we look forward to in twenty twenty two? What is is there an outfit that you're going like okay? There's coming. There's gonna be a race in twenty twenty two where I'm really gonna dazzle you. And that's what I'm debating because I I'm signed up for a two hundred miler and I'm signed up for a six day race. I signed up for six days in the dome in yeah. Milwaukee there. Yeah. And someone with the six days in the dome, they're like, "That's a lot of costume changes." And I'm like, "That's what I was thinking." Like, <laughs> oh, I, I I got it, Justin. You have to do <laughs> six days in the dome as Laverne and Shirley. Because that took place in Milwaukee. Oh, okay, that's why. Just just Google Laverne and Shirley. I think we got some we got some costumes ready for six days in the dome. Most fashionable, the ultra sign up, keep trail running, weird awards. Justin, all of the best to you in 2022. Congratulations. Enjoy that ultra sign up swag coming your way. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the award. All right, first episode of our Keep Trail Running Weird Awards in the bag. Next week, the next episode, five additional winners in the Keep Trail Running Weird Awards with Ultra Sign Up. I want to say thank you to everybody who nominated somebody uh, and thank everybody who ran a race on Ultra Sign Up. Um, we got to see the data. It was really kind of cool and inspiring, and we hope to make this even bigger and better next year. If you've never listened to The Adventure Jogger, by the way, uh, thanks for listening. Really do appreciate it. We kind of try to, to put a spotlight on runners from all aspects of the pack, the front, middle, and the back. We really do believe here, and I say we because I have a sometimes co-host, Jeff Stafford, uh, and there's more than just just me uh, behind the scenes of the Adventure Jogger, trying to, to let every runner share their story because I really feel that some of the best stories in trail and ultra running are not some of those stories that are at the front of the pack. Sometimes the best stories are in the middle of the, in the back of the pack. Thank you so much for listening. Again, next week, we'll have a brand new episode. More winners. Keep it weird. Keep it fun. Keep it here. Have a great week. We are 100% listener supported. You can make a monthly pledge on our Patreon page. Just search The Adventure Jogger on Patreon or go to theadventurejogger.com. Join the community on Facebook and Instagram by searching The Adventure Jogger. And subscribe to The Adventure Jogger wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. 